Welcome back to our official club podcast, All About Ours. I'm Simon Cheshire, and as always, I'm joined by former Rangers winger, England international and club ambassador, Andy Sinton. Since, thanks for joining us. How are we? I'm good. I'm uh, feeling really well. Uh, after mailing this a couple of weeks ago, but good to see you. And obviously, great that uh, Jamie's joined us. I'm sure you're going to uh, come on to Jamie in a minute, but no, it's good to be back. Once again, we'll be covering all things QPR and football related with a host of former R's giving us an insight into life in W12. All About R's is available on our website, YouTube, Recast, SoundCloud, iTunes and Spotify channels so you have plenty of options to tune in and get your QPR fixed wherever you are. Right, having made 110 appearances, scoring 24 goals in all competitions for the R's during two separate spells, we're delighted to be joined by the one and only Jamie Mackey. Jamie, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Pitch is amazing. <laughs> it um, means since we're just talking about it, it's just, yeah, it's unreal. Great to be back. And, I um, wish you were still playing. When, when I see it like that, <laughs> yeah. But I think everyone watching is happy I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you come on, obviously, you'd always want to play here, but it's, um, it always it comes to an end for everyone. So, But I'm lucky I've got good memories, and that's the main thing. And obviously retirement, when you called it a day, what was that like? What was the thought process? What were you, were you going straight to media or? No, it's, you know what, I think it was a, it was a gradual uh, stage and I think that's the best thing. And I think having had the advice, I'm lucky I've got really good friends who retired before me, like Sean Derry, Clint Hill, those, those guys who, who I'm, I'm very close with, but look up to in terms of their career. I think the message was always have a sort of, exit plan as it were so you can finish on your own terms instead of it being if I was completely injured and I could never kick a ball again I think it would really it, it would hurt watching football because you know that you could still be doing it yeah. I think I did it on my own terms and I think that doing that I was just at peace that I'd given everything and it, it, it was time for someone else to have a go I couldn't quite do the things um, you know my game was all based on, on energy and sort of nicking in front of people and I couldn't quite do that anymore and I found that I found that tough so it was the right time to do it and um, I'm happy. How's the sort of sky work that you do? We do it a lot. Keep your fans that you mention us as we a lot of the time. <laughs> oh yeah I do I do I don't often get QPR games because of it I think but <laughs> I, I, you know what I get I, when I get QPR games it, it's brilliant because I know the club so well I also know lads who are still in the team so I have a good insight to, to how they're getting on on a day-to-day basis. I think in terms of an insight, it's good I get the games, but on the other hand, the teams who, who QPR are playing against, it's, uh, yeah. it's probably not great, so yeah, it's fine. But I enjoy it, it's good. I, I get to watch football and I love football still. Is so. that something you're always looking to? You know, you said you had, a, you had your plan, you had a, uh, it was a, progress towards your, your retiring was media always going to be an option for you yeah I think it was definitely something I was interested in I think when I played since I did a, a little bit I think I didn't want to do loads when you're playing to give your opinion when you're still playing yeah, it's like, hard, isn't it? I yeah, think yeah. I think that is hard and I think it's a difficult one however I I did do a few bits when I was injured and, and whatnot and I enjoyed it so it was something that I thought if I got the opportunity, I'd like to pursue at the same time, it's extremely competitive, yeah. as you know, so I feel very fortunate that I've even been given a, a few games to do like I have, and uh, I, I enjoy it. I, I, talking football is your opinion. Some people like it, some people don't, but I, I get to watch football, and so that's the main thing. And since when you sort of retired, what was your sort of thought, first thought? You wanted to go to the media? I know you did a bit of coaching. No. 
mine, I knew it was coming, everyone knows it's coming. Um, I had sort of like a light bulb moment in my career where you've had a, you've had a fantastic career and I remember playing against a player, I won't mention a player, I think that's a little bit you <laughs> But over my career I used to, more times than not, get the better of pace, trickery. One game I just couldn't get away from him and I'm just thinking, you know what, then the next game the same, I just felt I'd lost a little bit of something. Um, so I was starting to think, you know, when you, you James had a fantastic career, um, so he'll know what I'm saying here. When you can't do the things that you just used to take for granted, seeds start to get in here. Um, but I was at Wolves, I had a, a season to go at Wolves, and I signed Mark Kennedy, great player, Mark, good lad. Uh, he came in for two and a half million, bearing in mind this was 20 odd years ago. And I just thought, you know, I thought, 35, 36 now, I don't think I'm going to play much. Uh, and again, Jamie, I know exactly what I'm going to say here. When it, certainly for me, when you've had a good career, I didn't want to be carted around the country, sitting in the stand, you know, 18th man, sitting on the bench. I know you're part of the squad, but... Um, so, yeah, I started to get a little bit disillusioned um, with life. Could have stayed on, could have joined another club, but to be honest, at the end of that season, I knew in my heart of hearts I'd had enough. And people go, oh, how can you have enough of football? My kids used to say, oh, what are you doing, blah, blah, blah. But um, I knew it was time for a break. Uh, unlike Jamie, I hadn't got something to walk straight into in terms of job or career opportunities. I got involved with a couple of businesses and might as well chuck my money out the, out the window. People told me, you know, if it's too good to be true, and often it is. Um, and yeah. Um, so I was sort of pondering about for the first six months and I absolutely hated it. Uh, and I don't mind telling you, really got to a point where I was struggling with it. Because as a player, and bearing in mind I made my debut at 16, you're, you're told where to be, what to wear, what to eat, everything's, I wouldn't say done for you, but it's suddenly when that's taken away from you, I suddenly realised I need to be told where to be, what to wear, etc. So I went through a real period where I sort of struggled with it uh, to a degree, you know, coming to terms with. Certainly Saturday, Jamie's just mentioned here, you know, look out there, running down the tunnel, 15, 16, 20,000 people either praising you or giving you a stick, you know, I used to quite like both if that makes sense, but, um, so yeah, no, I would... I think that was my biggest thing since everything that you've said there is that I was so lucky that I had those close friends of mine sort of feeding it in. I, I never got disillusioned with yeah. football at all. I love it as much as I ever done. I, I really love the game, but the, the fact that my own personal pride meant that the, the physical on your body, it, it physically, I was, if I didn't have a few injuries and that just happens, that it override the enjoyment yeah. for, for it. Do you know what I mean? Where it was like sometimes I'd be on the way home from Trent would have to stop three times on the way on the way back from Oxford. You're like stretching on the side of the road. People are like tooting, and I'm like, nah, come on. And it's like there, there comes a time where someone can affect the game more than you. And I yeah. think that a lot of people go into coaching, don't they? And I think that I, I really enjoyed my time at Oxford working with younger players. I thought it was brilliant, and, and to a certain extent, the last section I had here, I, I was a bit older in the change room and saw really good players come through. I really enjoyed that aspect of it, helping them sort of mentally more than yeah, anything, yeah. when they have a bad game, like how to process it. And I, I really enjoyed helping people. I didn't want to be a coach, which in my heart of hearts, maybe I did, but for the family, you're 
you're just all over. It's just, I've been really selfish in my career and it's great, you have to be, you only get one shot at it. But then to be a coach, yeah. it's, it's a completely different life, isn't it? As a player, it's just you within the team structure. You finish yeah. training at, with footballers get a lot of stick, don't they? But in fairness, you do finish training pretty early every day, but the weekends are, are right a fine day, so just a change up. Um, look at Rangers this season, moving on sort of from the retirement. It's been quite a positive start to the campaign, hasn't it? I know you've been here for a couple of games, you've seen us playing in live. What, yeah. what, do you, what have you made of it so far? Yeah, I think it's really positive. I think that at the beginning of the season, there, there was more of a buzz this season. And I think when you're playing in the championship, you go up and down the country and every club will go around the playoffs, it's the nature of the division, but I think there was actual justification for, for a buzz around this place because of the way the club was from January to the end of the season, so I think there was actually a genuine reason to be excited and I, I got asked that before the season, I think fans should be excited with what the manager here is doing and, and the team that he's got together, I think the overriding couple of words that I would pick out from, from the start of the season is the philosophy that now at the club there is a full philosophy in terms of how the manager wants to play and I saw it in the cup game, who was it here since? Oxford. It was against Oxford, sorry yeah, it was against Oxford and I thought that, um, I should have known that straight away, <laughs> <laughs> um, they, th this was the real pleasing thing, I, I thought encouraging thing for anyone watching Keeper. Like the, the manager made quite a few changes that night and they, they played exactly like at the, what you'd call the first choice starting 11 would be and I think that's a great sign because obviously everyone's bought into what they're doing. And then the other word uh, I would say that's really highlighted um, what word would be, but the never, never say die and, and that. Character, yeah, the character, desire, character yeah. sorry, is the word that I was looking for. I'm all over the gaff since. <laughs> character is the word I was looking for, and I think that those two things, when you've got a really good philosophy at a football club and you've got character in the change room, it, it bodes for a good season. And you mentioned that character that we sort of show in. 10-11, there's a comeback that everyone sort of talks about, isn't there? Derby away, Jenga yeah. Mackey. <laughs> QPR become the comeback kings, as it seems, this season. Is there yeah. similarities that could be drawn from that year? I think that it, it, um, when, you, when you've got the ability to, to not give up in a game, I think what it is, when teams are preparing for you, they know that we can't be okay for a half. That's not going to do the job. They, they have to be on it for 90-plus minutes. I mean, even the other night, um, nearly scored again really late on. So teams can't switch off against QPR at all and I think taking that to games it's hard for other clubs because they know that it's going to be relentless for that time so I think obviously that is coming back how many times a season three times already I think roughly two or three times a season and, and another sniff the other night of doing it it's it brilliant because you need that in the championship now on the other hand people will say that that can't last forever and actually we need to be right on it from the start, because I think the Barnsley game at home... 2-0 down, yeah. Yeah, 2-0 down, and I think that they found a way here, and, and they, they, by nature, from the manager they had last year, were quite aggressive in their press, and it was, it, it was quite tough in the first half, second half got back into it, but teams will know that, and going to have to start well in games to maintain where we are, but it's a lot of encouragement having the ability that the players don't give up after, uh, after going a goal down. Since what have you made of it so far? 
Uh, I think, I think, listen, I think we've made a really good start and then I'll back up everything Jamie said, you know, it goes back to, someone asked me in the summer, uh, do you think Rangers will be there or thereabouts? And I said, yeah. And they said, well, what are you basing that on? The fact you beat Man United, the fact you drew with Leicester? I said, no, no, no. The fact is over 25 games, we took nearly 50 points uh, from January the 2nd, I think, or January the 10th, uh, I think January the 2nd against Luton got cancelled. Um, and you know, when Charlie came in, when Stefan came in, Jordi Device came in, Sam Field, bless him, I know he's out injured and we're, you know, we're, we're, we're thinking of Sam at the minute, but uh, when Noe came in, they seemed to gel the team, um, the togetherness that you're going to need to get anywhere. His team that got promoted had that in abundance, you know, that character, never say die, and we've got ability. So um, if you look at the start of the season, yeah, we came and stuck the other night, first defeat, but the points tally we've got from the games, I think everyone would have took that at the start of the season. There's still a bit more to come. Uh, just picking up on Jamie says, you know, character, brilliant, that that's running through the club. I would counteract that exactly like him. Can we stop giving teams two goal starts? Can we stop giving away stupid goals? But, you know, um, that's the nature of the beast. But no, we're, we're, we're a good side. Um, well, you also, since I think, you know, getting beat the other night, the championship, People get beat. No, it, it, it happens. But the the one thing I'd say is getting beat away at Bournemouth, but not getting beat three yeah. 0 and yeah. you've been out. Well, I said on commentary, Jamie. Exactly. Yeah. That. You know, there's. You're right. It, it, the, the lads are right in the game. They've lost it. It's. I think that's how far we've come in the last nine months, in particular. That we go away from Bournemouth, who I think, by the way, I think will be there or thereabouts. I thought they were a good side individually, quick. Athletic game know-how, you know they knew how to spoil the yeah. game. You know little free kicks, chucking the ball in the crowd. So I think they're going to be there about there about. So the fact that we came away from that really disappointed, I think shows us in itself how far we've come. One of the key figures of the start of the season we've made has been Rob Dickey, hasn't he? Someone you know pretty well, doesn't he? What we've only seen him for the last eighteen months here, but he's already impressed everyone, isn't he? Here. Yeah, I mean, it, it, look, it doesn't surprise me one bit. It really doesn't. I, I was really lucky to play with Rob, and I mentioned before getting the opportunity at the end of my career to, to play with young, talented players who have got um, deficiencies and they need to improve, but you can tell with some that they're receptive to learning and they're going to go that way. You, play, having gone and played in League One at the end, there's a lot of ability in the players, especially some of the players that I played with, who, who I thought they've definitely got the ability to, to go on to the championship, but have they got the mentality? And what, what I mean by that is not just on the pitch if you give a goal, I mean on a day-to-day -day basis since to live like, you know, we, we hear now Ronaldo's 37 at the top level. That's the, that is the standard and it, it filters down to get worse and worse yeah. as you go down. And I think that Rob was one that I saw, he wants to do well at football. Rob does. His mentality off the pitch is, is spot on to football. He, he's a very good pro and he wants to get better, although he's in the top brackets of championship centre-halves, no doubt now. And I think that the progression that I saw in the first two years, and he knows this, him, this himself, he's very honest with his own performances, which, yeah. which I like as well, where some kids, the kid, he's not a kid, but younger players are in denial. You, if you if you know yourself and how to assess your performance, you'll get better, and he, and he's got that. And I think the first year I played with him, he he maybe have made a mistake and compiled it maybe with another one. Yeah. And I think that 
the second year, it, it was like he had a summer, when I say a good summer, I don't mean a good summer a few since where you're in partying for, <laughs> well, <laughs> in the sense of the word that I, I think I, I, a I good summer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I certainly do, a good, a good summer, I mean a good summer in terms of, he came back the second season and I was like, wow, I, I, I think we did a, what, it might have been a one-on-one session and I, I, I was physical how I played and I'd like to think that most players I played I could find an edge like that that was my game I wasn't a technical player but against against Rob the second time uh, you know when you go up against someone and you push off them or I won't do it to you I don't want to end up on the pitch <laughs> I, but you know you bounce and, and I'd go wow I'd be like after I'd be like he, you know, he became very physical and strong yeah. demanding demanding of other he, he grew as a person and physically over that summer, and then the second season, I mean, he had a fag on in League One. It was like it was it was it was very easy for him, and and he's come and he's come here, which I thought was a great fit because he's he's very good at playing at playing. Yeah. He's not a centre half straight line, just head it and kick it. He's, he's very comfortable on the on the ball, and the the nature of of how the club's playing now, it suits him. As you've seen, he's going. He's going did he speak on. to you about QPR as a club? Yeah, he, of course he did. Yeah, he knows my affiliation with the club, and I, I, I'm really tight with Rob. I get on really well, and um, yeah, we spoke, and he said, you know, everything about him. We just had a completely um, honest chat, and I think when some people ask me about QPR, it can be a bit everything's brilliant, and yeah. he, do you know what I mean? But obviously, where I'm close to him, I have to be brilliant honest with him. And I, 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 said, I said to him that. It, you can see, can't you? Some some people it fits for, and some people it doesn't. For him, it for him it's been brilliant. We had a really good chat about it. And obviously, he he ended up going to sign, not not because of what I said. He wanted to sign from anyway, but it, it was good. And he he's gone since he's been out here. He's gone from shape to shape. just jump in there. Yeah. You know, he's been what's he been here? Eighteen might have been absolutely superb. Absolutely superb. There's always this question that fans might look and players and whatever you know when someone's stepping up. Can they do it? How good they can be? Rob Dickey, since he's been at the club, has been absolutely superb. I think he won Player of the Years last year. What's really impressed me with Rob is sometimes the second season when you've you've come and proven to everyone how good you are. Yeah, uh, he's kicked on. Can, you, can you do it again? He's yeah. almost gone up a notch. I see now he's defending better. I think leadership qualities have been given the armband a couple of times. You know the. Can't not mention the goals he's scored, but you know I, I look at what he's in the team for, uh, and I know we made a mistake the other night, but he's human, and that's one mistake I could probably just bringing in what Mackie said, but that bringing an experience that we'll learn from now and become but probably my, even better. Also, I hope uh, uh, Jamie knows him as a person. I don't know him as a person. I've him a couple of times, but I watch him play. I hope he doesn't, and he won't, because I see him once he had made them say, "Don't dwell on that mistake." Think of the positives. Playing the way we're going to play, playing out from the back, playing as a centre back, you always might make a. But route. this is what I, I, I've, I've spoke to Rob actually, and I, do you know what the way the way that we play now, everyone in the sand, it, it it works because they're winning games. They've they've proven that it works. If someone, if you're playing in that way, there is a hundred percent. If I'm playing against QPR now, I know I will definitely get a chance. A chance yeah. it, at some point, it might not even be in one game, but a team throughout the season will because of the way that I play. But it worked, and that's the philosophy. You, Rob Dick would never make a mistake in his whole career if you went like that. Split, put the ball in the six yard box, and then everyone goes up, yeah. and you just boot it. You've got to take responsibility and get the ball. And 
get play out from the back because that's how you beat beat teams and that's how he's, he's done that really well. He steps in, yeah. you know, he steps across the halfway line. We've mentioned two of the probably three screamers, you know, the, the crowd as soon as he steps forward, shoot sort of thing, you know. Um, I think he's I think he's done exceptionally well and I think he can even get better and go on and go on. I'm delighted, you know, he's part of our part of our club. Obviously, moving looking at the games, we've got Bristol City on Saturday, it's a chance to sort of put some wrongs that we had on Tuesday right. But then we go into the third round of the Carabao Cup against Everton. Now both of you have had quite success in cup tournaments. Is it something that can excite the crowd and sort of really well, keep I've had relative to, I haven't had any success. <laughs> be, let's be honest, I've had no success in the cup competitions. Simpson's won it. I, I haven't had any success, so you should speak to Simpson about the cup, I think. Would it, but does that, would it kickstart the season or really help push on I, I think uh, what has already been a positive start? I think it can help you. I think there's no better thing than playing games against good opposition and getting results. Someone said pre-season, you know, when we beat United, we went up to Cambridge and won 2-1, then we drew with Leicester. Someone said it's only pre-season. Don't underestimate pre-season and because it builds confidence individually, collectively. You go into the season... And I don't think it was any coincidence that we had a really good pre-season in terms of you know, the training, performances and results, and we carry that into the, the league sort of campaign. Carabao Cup, Everton, quality club, quality side, riding high at the moment. Someone asked me a couple of days ago, will they go strong? Why wouldn't they? Uh, you know, I'm sitting on the outside, but my philosophy is there's one team that's going to win the Premier League, there's four going to uh, get in the Champions League, maybe Everton. You know, but I would sooner... And fans would sooner their club win a trophy. And having won it, thanks Jamie for mentioning that, having won it, that four-minute appearance that I got made all the difference, you know, came off the bench for four minutes. But when you've gone all the way and you get to Wembley and you win it and you're celebrating with your players, your teammates and your fans and your family, I tell you what, those memories are just like it happened yesterday. So, um, so Everton will come here, I think they'll go strong. But what a... What a game for us, you know, the pick if you talk about Rob Dickey might be playing against Richards and people like that, you know, there's another opportunity my, for, for him to show how good he is. Yeah, and this is this is where I'm really conflicted about this, especially at the minute, because I look and I go, it's West Brom on Friday, and I, I want Kugar to get promoted. And and to be honest with you, it's very different, I think, if you're a Premier League club yeah. and you've got the opportunity of winning the cup now. I, I would say the cup competition can be really good if you've been potentially average at the start of the season. And I get it, you want momentum, but at the same time, it can kick-start a season, but the season's very well up and running and kick-started here. I, if I put, I'm not a manager and a coach, but if I was, I'd find it really hard to play, play the, the, the team that I'm going to play it yeah, because it's a Friday night game since yeah. I think it changes it and I think that the, after that, again it goes Tuesday, Saturday and I'm like, look, when, when I was so lucky, uh, we won the league here, cup competitions were irrelevant, yeah. didn't matter, we were, we were, we were going to win the league, we were like, boom, we're out of the league, but from a player, to flip it again, if I'm, let's pick Rob Dickey for argument's sake, or let's say Lyndon Dykes, who, who I've been so impressed with yeah, since you signed, done brilliant in his scoring goals. I want to play against Premier League centre-halves. I want to, but I, I did it, and I, I begged Neil Warnock to play because Blackburn were in the, and I think we're going to touch on it later, they, they were in the Premier League, and I was doing well. We were flying, 
I was like, Premier League team, I'm playing. He's like, you're not playing, you're not even coming. <laughs> and, and I begged him to play and I broke my leg. But that's, that's, not, that's just whatever, that's luck. But it, it's, it's very hard for a manager to get it right. And I, I, I certainly, I, I know maybe the fans might not want it. I don't know where they stand on this, but I, I've, I wouldn't blame the manager if the lads who aren't starting against West Brom yeah. don't play. He's done them yeah. the, the previous couple of rounds, hasn't he, Mark? He's, he's mixed it up against Oxford. He made a lot of changes. Yeah. You could say Oxford, um, Everton. How does he approach it? But it'll be interesting. But you, you need the other boys to play. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. To keep the yeah. squad sort, you know, fresh, minutes in the legs, you com- s- competition for places. You want to get promoted. You'll see the African Cup of Nations coming up in January, so there's a chance yeah. for Jordan Archer, say, he'll be playing, so he needs to maintain his match. So it is an awkward one from a personal point of view, and that's where, you know, that's, that's what football's yeah, all yeah. about, isn't it? Opinions. Uh, I think that'd be a, a, a big crowd. Everton will fill this in. You know, will be. Our fans would love to turn Everton over. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I would love that as well, but I, I, I couldn't care less if we beat Everton, if Cooper beat Everton, and then go out in another round, and, and it could someone could potentially get injured and then potentially the affect West Brom. I, I wouldn't take it because I want Cooper to get promoted. Um, you mentioned the injury at Blackburn, so you'll bring, we'll drop a touch on that now. We saw Luke Amos returning, he was on the bench yeah. at Bournemouth for the first time since he got his major injury at, at Bournemouth the year before. Mentally, what, what's it like to come back from a tough injury like that? I think it's, it, it is tough, it is tough definitely, but I think that when, if you've got... We touched on character earlier. I, I feel from speaking to a few people and just kind of looking at how they play and they celebrate wins together, I, I feel that it's a really good changing room. And you're around it a lot. I, I'm not around it, you're around it. But I do get that feel. And, I, and there's no coincidence that that's turning into results. I think it's essential to have a good changing room. It just is. And I think for him, where he's got that environment and the club's doing well, I think that really helps to come back from, from an injury. I think that if the club's in a bit of a negative place, it spills over and it's like you're trying to get back and you're really positive, but everyone's a bit doom and gloom around. It doesn't help you with your rehab. For me, we, we were, we'd got promoted. So I had a summer, uh, not a good summer, fighting. I was, <laughs> I, I was in every day in the summer, but I had the carrot of playing my first game in the Premier League, having been... The lads basically doing me the biggest favour in the universe and got us promoted. Rehab wasn't hard for me because I was like, I, I didn't have enough hours in the day. I would have stayed in there for 24 hours to play to yeah. play in the Premier League. And I feel that he's got that a little bit. He's coming back to a team that's on the up. Yeah. Great buzz around the place. So I, I think that will help him. And, and, and he's a very good player. So I think it's, it's, um, it's great for, for the squad to see him back. That would give them a lift as yeah, well. Exactly. More competition, brilliant, you need that. What's that moment like when you walk back on the pitch for the first time? Well, we were 6-0 down <laughs> at Fulham, so... <laughs> so it was... Don't make a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, go on, Jay, get seven goals. Get, get us back in there. Yeah. So, uh, do, do you know what? It, Neil Warnock was amazing with me, and that's the other thing. I think that I had him as a manager who I had a, had a great relationship with, and it, it wasn't like you're injured get out of my face. Obviously, come a Friday, you can't help the team, so it's like, get out of the way, stop being busy. But he, he, he wanted me back and he, he was really supportive. I but think that's so important. For oh, any player who's injured yeah. for a long period of time, the environment you're in, your manager, your, your teammates, your family, your friends, 
so important that have uh, you ever suffered from a bad no nowhere near that and nowhere near Luke's just knee operations you know and it can be the worst part with me when you, you you're halfway through and you know you're getting closer you see the lads you look out the window the lads are doing their warm-up laps they're having a bit of banter yeah, they're having laughing and you're you, you you don't feel quite part of it yeah. but then Credit to the lads, if you've got a good change room, the lads will come in after and they'll understand that you're struggling a little bit. And that's where good pros are worth their weight. They've got um, Dan here who, who gets them fit in the gym, he's, he's brilliant. They, they've got good, mm. they've got really yeah. good stuff. And here I have to say, he is up there, really up, very, very good at his job. And I think that he, I, I had loads of injuries, second spells, rubbish, I, I, it, it killed me, you know what I mean? Now, but, you, you, you feel guilty when you're injured, but if you tear your hammy off the bone or you I had an operation, you, there's nothing you can do, but you do feel a bit guilty. You want to be playing since I found that, I found that bit like... I just want to ask you a question on that, you know, uh, having gone through what you went through and seen someone like a Luke 22 who's gone through two bad injuries, what would you say to a young player who's 21, 22, trying to make their way in the game, trying to get a foothold for the career, because they must get advice from all over the place, but having gone through it, what would you, what would you say to him? You know, before uh, you get an injury, or no, whilst he, whilst he's got it, those initial couple of weeks where you, you get the results from your scan, yeah. you know you're going to be there for 10, 12 months. What, as an experienced player in the dressing room who's been through that, what can you? Do? I I think a really positive spin to put on it, since and there's no doubt they're not going to listen to this in the first week because your head's in a bin. Yeah. You're like. I want to be playing football. Yeah. And the, the Someone's was, been taken away from Exactly, me. and it, it's a killer. Do you know, there's there's two things I put a positive spin on it, is that when you are fit, remember what it felt like when you see a teammate who's in the gym and they're struggling. Like, remember that, and remember the days where the, the football's not all roses. You, some days you go in, yeah. you've got family, you've had a bad kit, you, you, yeah. you go in and you're like, oh, training. And people can't understand that yeah. necessarily because every day, and, and they're right to think that because every day it's a privilege to play football and train. But you do have days you're human where you're like, I can't get going here. Yeah. And you've got to remember. So you can remember the time. And also, I, I found it that you can really learn your game without playing. Yeah. Watch games. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't isolate yourself. Yeah, don't waste your time. I, I get it if you don't want to come on a Saturday because it's too tough because you want to be out there. But watch games and think, when I'm back, set some goals for yourself. Right. I think that's really good. Like, yeah. set, set a goal, right, I'm going to get fit. Don't have so much, I'm going to be back, but I, I, I want to hit these goals. And then remember, do everything. I say this to, to I, I, I work now with a few players and, and speak to them a lot of the time, and I love it, is put everything into recovery since you've got one opportunity to get a contract that, yeah. and if, if we're talking brutally honestly about money to set you up first and foremost, yeah. but to play football, put everything you've got into recovery and that won't even touch the side of what a lot of the boys can earn playing football, but keep out there playing football. Yeah. And you can prevent injuries from, from working hard, working hard with Dan in the gym every day, don't miss gym sessions. Yeah. One gym session you miss, you can go out there pull something and in the back of your head you go, I know I mucked it. I didn't do everything I can do. So don't ever do that, don't have any regrets. That's what, that's what I'd say. No, I think that would be brilliant because, you know, some, some players, they get their injury when they're at 29, they've got 200, 300 games. I always feel for the kid who's right at the start of yeah, his career. Yeah, definitely. You know, just wants to play football. Well, um, I, we had one of the best players I've ever seen, literally ever seen, and played like, 
I, you've got to be up there with the best midfielders they've ever, well, I say ever, that's a massive shout but in my era, out here, it was Ali Fawley. And he did three, he, he did a cruise at me, rehabbed it back, did the other one. Do you know what he was? He, he, he must have had dark days, I know he had dark days, but he, he came back from a moor. And he had three, you know, and he was, yeah. and, and I felt, you know, actually the one person I've looked at who I've played with, he's the one that I looked and I felt I've maximised everything, even with injuries. He, he would have maximised everything, but he didn't get the opportunity, I felt, because he, he was a Premier League yeah. player playing in the Championship. Yeah. I was a Championship player who had the opportunity to play in the Premier League. He, he was a Premier League player, he's that good, and I felt, I, I really felt, I really felt for him. But it's the nature of And going back to Luke, you know, great to see him back um, on the bench, ironically. At a place, a place that it happened, and I remember I was at the game, and uh, no, that, yeah. no, no fans. Um, he was 15 yards away, and he just sort of pulled up. No, I thought he got his studs caught in the grass, uh, or whatever. I wasn't sure how he did it. Was it was his knee, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you just think, okay, he's done something before. I hope that's not the same. And unfortunately for Luke, it was. But you know what? Delighted to see him back, and we, I'm sure we speak for everyone, and we speak for Queen, yeah, Queens Park Rangers fans. Yeah, let's hope that's the end of his injuries and he can go on and have a terrific career and be part of uh, our success that we're yes, going to have. Good, he's a good player, really good player. So it's a boost. It's a boost as well. It's like uh, that's it's the other thing. Player, yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. So I thought as well is when you're doing your recovery, be like, come back so fit that they're like, you can you can come back even better from yeah. from an injury, which is crazy, isn't it? Because you can be so fit. Because the lads are playing games, they're not they're not working on that. I mean, obviously, hopefully Luke will be involved, maybe on Saturday. Yeah. What do you expect, sort of, from Bristol City? Another yeah. tough test, tough game. game, tough game. Well, I, know, I, know, I know Nigel. I you know, played with Nigel Pearson as a as a player, great guy to have in the dressing rooms, tough as boots, old boots. Uh, he loved them, really organised. Um, see, they got pegged back in the last minute again last night, you know. So uh, they made a steady start, but you know, you look at this squad and you think. On their day, their front two can hurt anybody. You know they've got experience through the side. So um, Jamie picked up on a half hour ago. You know in the championship you have to be at it every game. It doesn't matter who you play. Doesn't matter who you play. If you're off it, you'll get punished and you might get beat or you will get beat. So whether it's Bristol City, Bournemouth, Coventry here in the first half when we were miles off it but got the half time and kicked on the second half. I'm expecting a really, really tough game, but I believe in the side we've got. I believe in the ability we've got on our side, and I'm expecting us to, to, to get back to winning ways. Jamie, what are you up to on the weekend? Are you working at the Sky? Or? Um, actually, I'm, I'm very lucky. I'm going away with a couple of my mates this weekend, um, which is something is very alien to me, because I finished last year, and then obviously like it was coronavirus. And everyone was... Could do anything, could they? And it was my first year. I had all these grand plans for finishing playing football, going on holiday in the season, which is is unheard of. And obviously, they they all got cancelled. So I've got a few a few little trips. I'm very lucky to go on. So playing any golf? Yeah, going to play golf. So well, that that's my new. That is my new. <laughs> my wife's listened to football chat for however many years, and now um, yeah, she has been retired. For Still golf. hitting the miles. Um, yeah, but not always straight, since that's the trouble. Well, perfect. Thanks, Jamie, for joining us and since, as always. Thank you for joining me. Pleasure. Thanks to Jamie again for, no, uh, thanks for having me. For yeah. coming in. Great to talk. Keep you off. Fans think the world of you, and uh, you know, you're always welcome here. I'd love to get you back inducted into the Forever Ours. Um, yeah, that'd be amazing. 
and uh, thanks for all he did for the club. No, I, I, you know what, to, to finish on that, I'm, I feel very, very lucky that I had a career, but I, I've got a club that I, I've been able to be affiliated to, that my, my kids know that I played for, and so I, I feel very lucky, and um, yeah, it's, it's great to come back whenever I can. Brilliant, perfect. Hopefully we have something to cheer about on Saturday when we face Bristol City. And then this has been all about ours, the club's official club podcast.